Mr. Producer, I got a problem. I couldn't wait to eat this this, this thing, the, the sandwich that we're supposed to talk about during the show. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I can't believe you did this. That's for the show. It's not for the green room. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 put that down. Put it down. No, no, no. Swallow, swallow. Uh, okay, I think I can do the show. I'm capable. Let's go you for it. You are not capable. Okay, I'm going to do the intro. You can finish eating what you've got in your mouth and don't take another bite until we get the two takes. Oh my God, you're here. This is fantastic. You are here for the Bro Show. Congratulations. We're in our 14th season. 14th. Yeah, imagine mm. that. And this is our sixth show of the season. This is the season of the rabbit. We always have an animal we name the season after. And you will not believe who we have with us today. We have the host of the show, a podcasting personality. And yeah, he's here. Wow. I can't believe it. You're my brother. That's him now in the background. Let me do the intro. I'll do it like Pop would do it. Okay. Gather around for one dime, one-tenth of a dollar. You can see Daredevil <laughs> Daniels. He walks, he talks, he crawls on his belly like a reptile. And here's John. Oh, dear. Thank you, uh, Mr. Producer. God, I, I, this, I, I, I'm amazed. I mean, these nice things you're saying about me. It's about time. Um, but that's besides <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well, we got a show to do. And uh, I'm, I'm going to be modest, if you don't mind. Uh, yeah, uh, I got to see this. All right. Yeah, uh, moving right along. Oh. Hey, you know hey. what? Let me toot your horn. Do you mind? Yeah, toot, toot your horn more. one more time. Uh, one more yeah, time. one more time. Here we go. My brother, John, who you just met, uh, he wrote, a, he went to London with some friends to see a Cardinal baseball game. Two of them in London playing the Cubs. This is like a dream thing for him. He gets to go to London gets to see uh, one club he's not that fond of, the Cubs. One he's really fond of, the Cardinals. And so he gets to go there with a couple Cubs fans, which always makes it nice. And you know what? He wrote a whole report on this escapade of his. And uh, we're going to have a link to it. The London Baseball Report 2023. We're going to have a link to it in the show notes. So get yourselves over there and you can can get a taste of London, uh, baseball in London, American baseball in London. Kind of like a, you know... uh, Yankee and, and King Arthur's Court, you know, Connecticut Yankee, that kind of thing. So, yeah, read up on it, find out the place to go, the things to do, and then right. recommend the place to your friends. You know, they can subscribe to our show, and you can too. Just go to bro.show, no.com, none of that nonsense. We have a really cool URL. Go there, and there's plenty of subscribe buttons. If you subscribe, what happens, John? If you subscribe, you can, you're not harassed. You are just given a mild, very gentle email once a week when the show's ready to go and you can listen to it. There you go. And read the show notes and all that stuff right in your email box. So, yep. nothing wrong with that stuff. Hey, do we have hey, a you got it? Yeah, oh, oh, yeah you know, do you got something? Are you sponsor? wearing anything, by the way? Are you I wearing? am. I am. I am wearing clothes today. And uh, the clothes I'm wearing, I'm wearing the that really cool red uh, Clark Street Ale House uh, uh, Bro Show t-shirt, the one with the set list on the back. Uh, yeah. I'm wearing the red one. I have two of these. I have two of these. Ooh. Yeah. And uh, let me tell you, as, as you know, 
uh, it gets a lot of comments because you know what people people don't look at you from the front with your t-shirt. It's kind of impolite, especially if you have breasts. And so they they but they can look at the back, you know, with impunity. And so yeah, you're in a line. I, you're in a line, right? right? In a line or at the ballpark, and the people sitting behind you. That's where I have yeah. it a lot. There you go. So, so. yeah, these t-shirts are unavailable. <laughs> one of a kind. One of a kind now, right? I mean, they're hey, yeah, they're items. collectors' items all the way. Um, okay. Yeah, I got my so. rabbit shirt on. I couldn't resist. I worked at the ball game yesterday and got a got a few stares, a few comments, uh, a couple questions. But I got the one where the rabbits are playing cards. Uh, it says the bro show, and uh, yeah, and um, it's really good. Season of the rabbit. All good. Yeah, that's all it takes. Yeah, it's real oh. simple, straightforward. Okay, and colorful, and, we, and you can find all that stuff, by the way, uh, you know, at the bottom of the show notes. But John, we have a sponsor, don't we? We do have a sponsor, the American Legal Defense Fund. Uh, their mission is to protect the lives and advance the interest of animals through the legal system. They do this by uh, filing high impact uh, class action lawsuits to protect animals from harm. They also uh, help other prosecutors do the same thing and support very tough animal protection. And the most important thing is they've got swag. Boy, do they ever. And, you know, I've got one. Thanks to John. He sent me one. He got carried away. And, yeah, it's uh, save save the uh, orcas. Drain the tanks. It's what's on the, on the T-shirt. It's really a beautiful Cal- uh, Florida blue kind of color. You know, if you've been yeah. in Florida and you looked at the water, it's got a unique color blue. This has got that. And it's a very nice T-shirt. Uh, I really like it. And you know what? They get their T-shirts made same place we get our T-shirts made, John. That's right. Bonfire. 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 So, you know, the thing is, if you buy a T-shirt from them, obviously the money goes to them. If you buy a T-shirt from us, money also goes to them. It's one of the great things about Bonfire. You can direct all the funds that you collect that are profit. Directly to a nonprofit. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Do not have to do any tax work or anything. It just automatically goes, and you get a write off for it. So you know it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Very easy. So that's very easy stuff. Yeah, very easy. So yeah, wow. look at the bottom of our show notes. You'll see the links to all this good stuff. Or if yep. if you're listening, if you're listening and you're not you're not in, in front of a computer, you you're maybe driving someplace listening to our podcast. People do that, John. Then yeah. uh, just remember a couple things here. If you want to you want to look at John's London report, it's london.bro.show. If you want to look at our merchandise, it's merch.bro.show. That's it, John. Yeah, we have a rabbit story, boy. Uh, we, Jason Otto, one of our active contributors and listeners, suggested to us a little kind of off the beaten track when, you know, we do a lot of stuff with, Animals versus, you know, rabbits versus hares, different kinds of rabbits, et cetera. But what we're going to do is we're going to talk about something a little bit off off the, the, the road. And we're going to talk about the Playboy bunny. And we're not going to talk about it in terms of uh, we're going to talk about it in terms of some of its controversy and a very specific event that took place in 1963 when a, a lady by the name of Gloria Steinem decided that she would do an undercover story about uh, the Playboy Bunny. And just to kind of real quick, if you don't know much about the, the history, back in 1960, Playboy Club started and they grew to have about uh, 30 of them by the mid-60s. 
And when you have these clubs, these clubs needed to have service and service was provided by waiters, waitresses. And so, of course, being a playboy, they had to do it in terms of having young ladies with a, an outfit on. And one of the people said, look, you've got the rabbit already on your magazine. Why don't you just continue the theme and work with the bunny? And so what they did is they decided to get a bunny outfit. And so the, the typical outfit had, you know, the little uh, cotton tail and also they had he wore ears. But the main part was the, the, the outfit that they wore that was sort of a modified swimsuit, very tight at the waist, uh, did, you know, certain promoted certain physical attributes of young ladies. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's what it was mm-hmm. all about. Gloria. Oh, John, 20, the whole thing. Yeah. It was a whole thing. You know, you know, they had trouble. Those outfits, you, you mentioned the outfits, those outfits were so uh, molded to their bodies, they couldn't bend at all. No, they, they could and not sit. Put, they, they had a, they, they no, had a, they they had a bunny perch. <laughs> they had a bunny perch, and they had to do the bunny dip in order to get yeah. the drinks on the table. So you had to have strong gams, strong legs to do that job. I mean, you really <laughs> did. You know what I'm saying? And you, know, you were they, wearing heels. So high heels, and I mean very high heels. Yeah. And I mean, if you weren't wearing wearing high heels, you you were dick, you got caught, you get the merits, all this yeah, good stuff. I mean, they actually had a a podiatrist uh, on call practically <laughs> to help these poor women uh, with respect to their feet, the problem they had with their feet after wearing these high heels. But Gloria was amazing. She was able to pull this off. She's 28 years old, and when she went in, she used a fake ID saying she was 24. And they looked at her and said, 24, you know, that's a little old for it to work for us. But she was able to, you know, go through all the stuff, go through the training. And out of it, she stayed with the um, the Playboy Club in New York City for three or four weeks. And through that uh, experience, was able to observe a variety of things. And I mean, I would say that if we wanted to summarize what Gloria went through, we would have to say that she she had to because she didn't want to blow her cover. She she's a feminist. She founded uh, Miss Magazine, and to this day, she's 89 years old and still out there, very active, uh, and and looks really 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 good. I mean, she's done a good job of of you know keeping active, and that's done a good good thing uh, for mm-hmm. everybody. So yeah. she yeah. was able to uh, to pull this off. And it was just the stuff she had to go through, but she just kind of, you know, bit her lip and made it happen. So, you know, doing everything for uh, going to the makeup, uh, their their special makeup place where she would get in eyelashes, this and that. Then I think the, the, the most interesting or the mind boggling one is she had to have a physical, uh, she had to go to the Playboy doctor. And the Playboy doctor was sort of a combination primary care physician and a gynecologist with only certain parts of the examination being done. But she mm-hmm. kind of weathered the storm, went through it all. And, you know, when she started the voicing a little disapproval, the doctor would say, but realize this is for your benefit and it's free. <laughs> 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 the humiliation you are you are right now going through is free, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, and, uh, and I mean, she had to read the bunny manual. Uh, they called it the bunny Bible. Bunny Bible. Bunny Bible. <laughs> and it gave all these different things. And there were different, different responsibilities. There were different job titles. So if you took a look at the different things that, you know, you'd be doing, you could be, uh, 
You could be a hat check bunny. You could be a, a cigarette selling bunny or the most important job. You could be the one who served the, the, the drinks bunny. And that mm. one really required a lot of knowledge because you had to go through about three pages of memory. 13 pages, drinks. John. 13, 13 pages. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I missed that one. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. Very, very good. Mm. So I think there's an overall, so all this stuff she went through three weeks, she came out of it and wrote and wrote this article. And I think she came up with some conclusions that still live to this day. And maybe you can talk a little bit about how she describes yeah. the stress that they go but through. This is, they, this is interesting. This is interesting because this is what um, sociologists and a feminist sociologist coined the phrase emotional labor. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is pretending to be cheerful when stressed out, you know, pretending to be a sweet young thing and and interested in everything these fat cats had to say uh, while you're serving them drinks and getting them to drink more. Uh, now, you know, this is <laughs> this shouldn't sound like a surprise to a lot of people because this goes on every day in America right now. And people think, oh, the Playboy thing, that was the old days. It was misogynistic and all this stuff. Well, go to Hooters. It's the exact same thing. Or, it's amazing. Or the, yeah, or the Tilted Kilt or Twin Peaks. These places are, are, are all over the United States and elsewhere, too. And, you know, this is all just really a milder form of the oldest profession in the world. And you know what? It's not going to go away. So nope. I think, John, my proposal, my bro show solution to this. Oh, good. I'm ready for this. Certify it. Make it legal. Oh, Protect, well, yeah, but, protect uh, these yeah. people. Protect them. They should be unionized. They should have rights. There, that's what, I that's think the union is a, is a first good step towards that. I, I would only, yeah. I would like to point out that Gloria was, she's to this day has no problem talking about this experience that she had, and I also believe that she made a point about the fact as long also they did push the envelope with respect to maybe doing things that are illegal with respect to maybe getting a little too close to the customers, particularly the ones that were high-end customers, high rollers. And, but what she felt was it's this emotional labor thing that is so mm -hmm. it's a little more subtle is really yeah. where the price is paid for these, for these ladies. And we find that the difference between men and women in emotional labor has to do with one thing, because these women are selling their bodies, you know, yeah, essentially. Uh, not, essentially. not, yeah, not, yeah. yeah. Essentially they're selling, maybe not physically, they're doing it, but they're doing it emotionally and they're doing it under yeah. a lot of uh, ooh, angst. You know, this is yeah. not exactly what you call a fun fun thing for many of them, many of them to do. So, yeah, but they uh, did it when they're young and a lot of them work their way through, through school. Three hundred dollars a night. I think you can do that. Right. That was like That's the big one. days of 60s. Yeah. You know, they're, the Playboys uh, clubs are no longer here. They kind of went the, the way of the dinosaur many moons ago. But we still got the same thing as you mentioned with the with the, the, yeah, the other uh, groups, et cetera. So, so, and I just want to give one more final shout out to Jason Otto, fighting Ooh. us with this story, with this idea, which uh, I think you know is a very interesting one. Yeah, so. you know, I talked to Sarah about this, and and she's the one who came up with the idea that it should be certified. I like that. Well, I give her credit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. She does good. She's a great. Uh, an active non-listener. <laughs> She's wow. never listened to our show. She's never listened to our show. <laughs>
Hey, but we've she, got it. We got several of those. We have a, a groaner expert yeah. that uh, it seems to run the same way. Yeah. So. Okay. Hey, you know, All we right, got a dude. word, don't we? I think we do have a word, and I'm pretty excited about this word. You want me to talk about it, John? Yeah. Why don't you talk about the word? And I think uh, you know, it's it's a kind of an under the covers uh, thing with the with the with the Playboy Bunny that Gloria yeah. did. So give us give us the good word. The good word is two words, but it's used as is one word. Subrosa, S U B R O S A. Subrosa. It's Latin, but the Latin is still used today, and it means literally under the cover of the rose under the rose so what does that mean that's a symbol of secret secretness secret is private confidential that kind of stuff under the rose Mm -hmm. yeah in ancient times okay a rose was hung over a council table as a token of secrecy this came from hellenistic uh times long time ago so hey what is the deal then how come it still exists you know why john why? It was also taken into the Christian era. The mm. confessionals had a rose over them. Ah, yeah. To let you know that it would be private. Between it's you and the private. Priest. What you say in here stays in here. That kind of thing. Okay. So it just hung on after that and became, you know, it's the same as, you know, in scientific circles, they call it a Faraday cage. <laughs> when something has to be ultra private, they say, we're lowering the Faraday cage, which is a scientific thing that keeps radio waves from, you know, getting in a room. So that kind of thing. You know what? Still I around. didn't realize it. I, it, yeah. I just realized that this is the thing. This is the Las Vegas thing. What's, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Same yeah. Shtick? Yeah. Yeah. Same thing, John. Exact same thing. Exact same. Oh, wow. remind me to, t- to tell my Las Vegas joke later. Okay. okay. So I think we're ready for two takes. And now oh. you can get now your can, sandwich can I, out. Okay. Oh, good, good. I, I'm going to take a small bite because I, I have a few things. Oh, well, I'm going to have to wait on that. Listen, here's what our, our two takes is on. It's on a restaurant, a restaurant here in Chicago called Rico Beanie's, home of the breaded steak sandwich. How did I run into this? Well, uh, a couple of weeks ago, a fellow by the name of Dave Shanko, a good buddy of mine, says, I want one of those sandwiches. And I'd heard of the sandwich, but I'm one of these guys, been here for over 50 years, heard about it, the bread and steak sandwich, never had one. I found out so many people fall into this category. He gets one. He gets it through a service called uh, Gold Belly, which is a uh, which basically has about a, uh, a clientele of about 750 restaurants where it connects with them and it sets up a delivery service whereby you located in parts beyond such as like Fairfield, Iowa, and get one of these sandwiches. So he got one up in Coeur d'Alene. I realized that this is something I need to, to go and actually see myself. So I, I, I did a one up and I went down to the restaurant last Saturday, Sunday, and was amazed. It's like a it's like a trip down memory lane. It's like going back into the 50s. Beautiful pictures. There was a line coming out. I got in it within 15 minutes. I had my sandwich. And it's called a breaded steak sandwich. A fella, USA, USA Today, a sandwich expert, wrote a review of this sandwich, 2015, which holds to this day. This guy claims, and his the title of his article was, Chicago has the best sandwich in the world and most people don't even know it. 
The fact is that most Chicagoans don't even know it. Unless you're Italian, you don't even know much about a breaded steak sandwich. So um, I actually got one. And of course, I kind of ate a little bit before I was supposed to because I couldn't resist. Um, yeah. but, it's, it, but here's the thing. The way you make the sandwich, you can... You can't hardly find restaurants that have the sandwich, let alone one that specializes in it. But the thing is making it, and that's what's so cool about it. So breaded steak sandwich is like uh, is simply taking a high-quality skirt steak, which is a thin steak, bread it, deep fry it, and then what you do is you put it into a secret sauce, usually a marinara sauce of sorts, and you place it on a dinner roll. Now, they specialize in an Italian bakery here in Chicago. Toronto's, which we could do a whole show just on them. And the key to the exercise is to then lather that thing up, just give it a deep dive into your sauce, bring it out, and just slap it right onto the roll that's been, you know, uh, sliced open. Then what you got to do is you got to put the condiments on it. The condiments are mozzarella cheese, and you can put on it something such as either sweet peppers. Hot peppers are the specialty of the house. The, uh, if you can help me with the pronunciation, the Jarda, what's it called? Jardinera. 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 Jardinera is a, it's a kind of a pickled in a, in a, a hot vinegar brine of a variety of vegetables. They can be celery, they can be peppers, they can be carrots, diced up, put it on there. And what that does to the sandwich is it gives it a crunch. So you've got the deep fried crunch, you've got the the crunch of these vegetables, and the mozzarella seems to bring this sandwich together. So as I described it, you say, well, this sandwich, you better be wearing a bib, maybe, you know, a, a set of work overalls in order to keep from getting too messed up. But this hazmat, sandwich seems, hazmat suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this sandwich has a way of keeping the, the, it seems like the cheese uh, provides a gooey texture that binds the sandwich. So although it's got a very messy mix of ingredients, it seems to, I was eating it and it was, it just hung together really well. In fact, I ate wow. half of a sandwich. I took a couple pictures and this is a monster, massive, gigantic sandwich. And this fella who wrote it up in 2015, it has not lost any of its Luster, it's it's still as good as ever. And um, like I said, you can get it. You don't have to live in Chicago to get it. Although I um, I'm, I'm I feel very fortunate that I can. So that's a good word on our sandwich. And um, it's always a pleasure to do a something on food because it gives me a chance to to eat it. So wow, that's wonderful. So did I did, did I did I did I did I, yeah. producer, did I earn a did I did I earn a, a take a, a bite, take a nice big bite. Take Thank nice you, Mr. Bite. Producer B. Okay. Right, here we go. Two groaners. First groaner. What happens if you miss part of your bunny training? What happens if you miss part of your bunny training? Your bunny Playboy bunny training. Oh, okay. Hold on. You Hold need on. to take a you need to you take get, a you need to take a, a Funny the merits of what you actually get. You need to take a what? makeup class. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. What happens to the thief who steals a Playboy calendar? What happens to him? What happens to that poor guy? What kind of trouble? What what what's his what's his penalty for doing that? You know what he gets? 
I don't know, John. What? He gets 12 months. <laughs> that's so. That's lame. That's lame. Okay. That's. Oh, uh, that made but it I like so it. so good. 